Oncology Systems Limited are the leading provider of radiotherapy ancillary equipment in the UK and Ireland. Serving the community for over 22 years, we pride ourselves on exceptional service and quality products. Please take a moment to visit our website www.osl.uk.com and take a look at our product lines, which include macromedics for patient immobilisation and IB dosimetry for all your radiotherapy quality assurance needs. We are more than happy to take your questions, so please do get in touch via our website or email inquiry at osl.uk.com and one of our specialist team will be available to assist you. Hello and welcome to Rad Chat. My name is Jo McNamara and I'm joined by my fellow co-host Nathan Jogger Anderson. Hi everyone. So we're here at UKIO and we're absolutely privileged to have the amazing Pam with us. Pam, <laughs> can you introduce yourself and your current title please? So um, my name is Pam Black. Um, I'm a radiographer and my title here at the conference is the Chair of Radiology and Oncology Congresses. So I chair two boards that oversee the organisation of UKIO. Oh, so very important. But Not first, really. <laughs> we have to clarify, are you diagnostic or therapeutic? I am a diagnostic radiographer. Okay, we won't hold that against you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I but jest, I love all radiographers. So Pam, can you tell us what is it that you do as part of your role? So um, we have uh, two boards, so Radiology and Oncology Congress is a charitable board and the um, sole purpose of its being is to disseminate information about aging and oncology and that's what the articles say. So um, it's been agreed that the best way for us to do that is to have this annual conference. and then. Alongside or beneath that board sits, it's very confusing, radiology and oncology events. And that's what I see as the operational board. And on that board um, sits um, representatives from industry, um, from the conference organisers, um, we have some marketing people, um, and we also have the, the president, either the president and the past president, or the president and the president-elect. And that's where we and we have some finance people and we discuss and work out what's going to happen, how is it going to happen, um, where is it going to happen, and so on and so forth. And I just, it's like, I was going to say herding sheep, but they're all going to hear that, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but it we is, always have a bit of it's, it's definitely about, I mean, you know, it sounds really important and it is, and I'm just kind of, you know, checking this, checking that, making sure we got the contract with this, contract with that. And, Obviously, as a charitable trustee, and it's registered at company's house, making sure that we we don't make a loss, um, which was difficult with the um, with the COVID because we went virtual for two years. So um, yes, and now what I'm wanting to do is to, I mean, I think this is going to be a success, not least because of all the hard work that's put into it. I, I you know, the the working party and Rizwan's team are fantastic, but I'm want to make it bigger and better and so for 2023 and 2024 it's still going to be the conference to go to. How did you get into it? As a diagnostic radiographer, how did you make that leap to then be the chair of UKIO? So um, many, many years ago when I became a, a, a clinical tutor I was allowed to go to the conference and I just loved it. Um, I was never given any funding, so I used to just waltz around the exhibition, pay to stay in a hotel. And as time went on, I mean, I really 
really enjoyed it. I liked the networking. And when I became a radiology manager, my first working day as a radiology manager, I was in working in Wales, was at U, well, it wasn't called UKIO. And I was swamped by industry people because I'd been coming here for so often. So fast forward and I was elected onto the, the UK Council of Society and College of Radiographers representing the North West and the, the, the council have um, representatives on all sorts of different boards and committees that the Society and College represent and the Radiology and Oncology Congress is one of those and there was always so Richard Evans CEO sits on that and there is always a representative and every year um, in July the council go through and who wants to do that who's best fit and Richard and I thought yes I love coming to the conference so I sat as just the representative and then um, quite a few years after that um, I was asked if I would be vice chair and if you become vice chair, that's with a view to becoming chair. So I'm in my second term as chair, and I am looking now for a vice chair because I'm, you know, I'll be. I think when my term of office finishes, it'll be time. I think of six years as chair. It's time for new blood. I don't believe in clinging on by my fingernails just to, you know, have something to do. So, so is yes. this an advert then? An so yes, Anyone it is. Please. Yeah, a chair, vice chair. So um, I have got a job description that is kind of a bit woolly, but um, you know there wouldn't be a specific role as vice chair, I think, because I didn't have one. Um, somebody was going to try and give me the risk register, but now as chair, I'm a bit of a control freak, and I think I need to know what the risks are. But you know, working alongside and, and um, ready to step in. So, uh, yes, if anybody's interested, they're happy to let me, come and let me know. Come and find me. And we can, uh, you know, go through a process of some description. Good, good advert. I'm going to take you back. What got you into radiography? Well, my dad was a radiographer. So when I was a little girl, um, he would, when he was tucking me in at night, he would talk to me about what he'd done during the day. Um, by the time I was sound really boring. I'm assuming one of those awful oh, kids no, where I can doesn't. scratch my upper arm and go, oh my humerus is itchy, you know. <laughs> uh, so I knew all the bones and actually um, when I got older I didn't want to do radiography but I didn't want to sit at a desk I want, and I was going to go and do physio but um, the, the process, application process took so long that I was advised to apply to do something else by the school and I did radiography and never looked back never looked back yeah so uh, it's a bit difficult to be in the daughter of a well-beloved radiographer in Merseyside where I uh, where I trained because um, nobody ever said a bad word about him apart from me um, but yeah that, that's how it was and, and it's gonna sound really cheesy so I apologize to everybody who's listening and please don't throw up but I did want to help people as well. <laughs> but it's an important part of the role, isn't it? Either oh, side, yes. diagnostic or not. Yeah. Um, if you went back, would you ever consider therapeutic radiography? Um, I, I might do. I, I never thought about it. And when I started training, which is like, you know, about 100 years ago, um, we, we all did the same, we all did the first year together. 
and then split off. Um, and, and I think as you get to know more about it, it, it it's another hugely interesting um, branch of, you know, under the umbrella of radiography. I think um, you get I'm a, you get a better relationship with patients because our patients come in, you do them and they go out. And um, unless they come back for regular diagnostic examinations, whereas you'd have a much closer relationship because uh, for that period of time. But the worrying thing for me is, a, is, is how you deal with the fact that some of these patients are not going to survive. And um, I'm sure you develop a way of dealing with it just like I develop a way of dealing with horrendous things in A and E and stuff like that. Absolutely. And in terms of kind of your your kind of career journey, because I know you talked earlier, you were saying you've now returned to Kimball. Yes. How's how's that feel? What 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 made you think actually I'm gonna to return to what we would call the shop floor? So um so, so I had a long and amazing career more than I ever thought I would achieve and um, I, I spent um, about 15 months working uh, for NHS England an improvement during Covid um, but just like everybody else and I completely appreciate it was different but it was unbelievably stressful in the early days I, mean, I was working two days a week um, where I had been head of department and supporting handover and then five days a week just we were bombarded with trying to sort out what we needed to do from a COVID perspective. And after all that period of time and my contract ended, I was on um, a bank to do like consultancy and stuff. And I thought, I need a bit of a break. And then I thought, I need a bit of a break. And then somebody said, why don't you have the summer off? And I just didn't really want to have the stress. And I was out um, with a group of friends who go skiing with. It was a friend's 50th birthday and we went pole dancing. <laughs> it's the most obscene thing ever. Women of a certain age. One of the girls was very, very young, but you know, the rest of us are all, I was the eldest, obviously. Anyway, we were all sitting there afterwards and someone said, what are you going to do now? And I said, I don't really know. And somebody said, why don't you come and work with me? Now, it was interesting because she's in nuclear medicine in the hospital that I had been a manager and I'd actually said that to do nuclear medicine you need to do uh, the postgraduate certificate which somebody reminded her of when she said oh, Pam Black might be interested and she could help and you know I thought that's good to learn a new thing so um, the ops manager rang me and said what are you interested in doing I said I don't know why she goes what about community radiography which is a uh, uh, I'd set that team up when I'd uh, been head of the department years before that and I thought yes on the bank and uh, went through all the rigmarole of it and uh, started in January with people that I, some people I'd originally appointed, a couple of radiographers I'd worked with 40 years ago and some I hadn't met before and I absolutely love it. I can still do it. <laughs> You've managed to get to grips with um, all the IT, all the stuff that, cause we don't have any clerical staff, so we do all the booking in, we change all the addresses, we do everything. But I love having the interaction with the patients. I have such a laugh, such a laugh. I got called a princess last week. Yeah. <laughs>
So, um, quite well, some time ago, um, there was a lot of um, community departments were set up. So, in, so when I worked in Wales, we had lots of community departments, which is away from the main site. So it's like so we have a walk-in centre. So um, the hospital that I work at at the moment serves two um, community health centres, and they're walk-in centres as well. So um, instead of going to A&E, you can go to a walk-in centre, you can be triaged, it's nurse-led, and if they need x-ray, we x-ray them. But also, um, GP referrals. So if you go to a GP and they say you need to have an x-ray, lots of people do not want to go to a big main hospital site. They're getting bigger and bigger. So they can come to one, they, they can go to the main site, or they can come to uh, one of the community um, sites. And um, I think there are some referrals, you know, if you make an appointment, you know, even if you're an outpatient, very often the um, appointment centre staff will say, where would you like to go? You can go to here, you can go to there, or what have you. And so we just do what, primary radiography, general radiography, hands, knees and bumps a daisy. And yeah, and we do, um, for the walk-ins, we do PCEs, which is preliminary clinical evaluation. So it's not a report, but it's a little uh, assessment and evaluation of the images that you've seen, and uh, to help the uh, nurse practitioners in the in the walk-in centre. And it's nice, and I mean it gets busy sometimes, um, but it's just really, really enjoyable. I've gone back to my roots. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. So that's good. So what does the future hold now? You're very busy. Yeah, well, you know, I'm getting on a bit now. I'm getting on. So um, I uh, more than likely just going to stay doing that. Um, and I'll carry on being the chair of radiology and oncology. Get a bit of control freakness fixed by doing that. Um, so, so, yes, because I really want to enjoy life. I don't want retirement or semi-retirement to be a kind of a... Uh, old and all the rest of it it's a time for great fun and I remember years 30 years ago when people were retiring they were kind of almost like lamenting that it was the end of their usefulness good god no get out there and party and I've taken up paddleboarding and you know have a great time I've got two beautiful granddaughters and every now and then I go mum can you can you go and pick the girls up or you know so Yes, just doing all those things that you didn't think you had time when you were like when I was working full time. So we will see you on the dance floor later. Possibly, possibly. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm sat here with my arm sling, so we'll have to see. Are there any poles in the venue? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It is the hardest thing it's to really do. Hard oh, to honestly. Yeah, well, it's not just those. I mean, you know. It's a public podcast, I won't tell you what other muscles are, but yeah, absolutely, yes. We're all for therapeutic radiography, we're all for pelvic floor. The pelvic floor, yes, it was, yeah, it was a good laugh. Well, thank you so much, Pam. It's my pleasure, thank you for asking. We'll have you on again for a full episode. Thank you so much for listening to Lab Chat.